Medical information obtained from our website or on the live show is not intended to be a substitute for professional care. If you have, or you suspect you might, have an illness or other medical condition, you should consult a health care provider. The opinions expressed on this radio program are not necessarily those of the sports doctor, this radio show, or their sponsors. Hey, everybody, live from Chicago. Happy holidays, everybody. It's the sports doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Weil, sports podiatrist. All things sports medicine, fitness, and wellness brought to you by Global Schoolwear. Stylish school uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger. Hurdle Apparel and their high-tech socks. LER, Lower Extremity Review, and MVP Parent Magazine. UK Health Radio, we've got a great doubleheader. Eric Wabina, he is the president of the over 100-year-old Baseball Blue Book uh, organization. He's also a podcaster. He's returning, along with Sandy Robinson, RN. She's a mind and body and nutrition consultant. She's the author of Why Am I Eating This? Then the Sports Doctor's In, with some Bob Guy to Wisdom. You emailed for first. Eric Wabina, welcome back to the Sports Doctor. Give us some background on Baseball Blue Book and uh, you and your family and your involvement. Okay. Well, great. Um, Yeah, the Baseball Blue Book uh, has been around since 1909. Um, It's one of the oldest um, publications uh, in the baseball world. Uh, Originally, it was really just the directory for all the collegiate and uh, um, uh, professional leagues and teams in the country, and uh, a lot of coaches and scout, scouting departments would buy it because it was the one place that they could go that they knew that they had the the accurate information for the player for the uh, coaches and the programs across the country. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it's been 114 years uh, in the making. Uh, things are uh, it's been great. Uh, the last couple of years, uh, we've converted this directory into an app, and my family has been involved in it for almost. 40 years uh, collecting data and providing great information to every level at the baseball uh, in the, in the baseball industry. You know, it's amazing. The baseball industry, of course, is semi endless, uh, you know, a little nostalgia. I was just watching the, that great documentary. It ain't over with numerous guests, the granddaughter of Yogi Berra, uh, yeah. the, these levels of baseball, professional level, uh, you know, little league baseball, and the ability to um, have help in, in trying to figure out for your young son who might be playing, you know, what level is he at? Where could he go to school? Who are the best coaches? All of this kind of information over uh, all of these years. And the, uh, uh, the reach has just increased, increased by leaps and bounds, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think what it, what it really is, Dr. Bob, is, is we looked at what the market was. You know, our market was for, for over a hundred years, it was really just the, the professional level in the scouting department. But you know what? There's over 18 million people, kids that are playing baseball and we wanted to provide something, uh, at all levels. I, I don't care if you're eight years old and just picking up a glove for the very first time, um, all the way until, uh, maybe you're a JUCO player, uh, in the collegiate level looking for your next uh, four year opportunity. So we wanted to expand it to be, Beyond just a con, you know contact information, but really a wealth of information from health uh, information from the experts to uh, what type of batting glove that you might want to buy, um, all the way to what event is playing um, in right. my area. This yeah, right, As, including what's the best shoe for your son to be in, you know, exactly. and the, exactly. uh, the idea exactly, or how much is too much. What about these pressures? You know, it sounds like, again, a topic, I don't know, maybe 40 years I've been dealing with the world of youth sports, all aspects of it, the coaching of it, the parenting of it, the high performance of it, the challenges of, of youth sports. There's so much pressure in so many different areas. Uh, so uh, education is, is a key point, whether it's for the coaches, whether it's for the parents, whether it's for the colleges, the recruiters, uh, I guess that's where you get that um, uh, label. I think when I had you on the show before, though, Eric, 
Uh, and I asked you, you know, Blue Book used to be about, you know, when you would buy a car or something, you'd you'd look <laughs> up at the base, at, you'd look at the, the Blue Book. So I wanted to know if the car industry or you guys invented the term. <laughs> well, I think 1909, I think it was, it, it's debatable if it was uh, Henry Ford or the Baseball Blue Book that, uh, that, that uh, kind of made the name for what it is. So, um it's been a lo- around a long time, but you brought up a really good point, Dr. Bob. It's, it's, it's bringing back the fun in the game. There's so much pressure in the, in the game of baseball, what college to go to, what travel team to be on, what strength and conditioning program we need to be in, what, what health advice needs to be there. We, you know, the baseball is, is America's pastime, and I think we've lost uh, the ability to, to have fun and, and to learn the game, the great game of baseball. And that's, that's really the goal of the Baseball Blue Book is to, to bring it to all levels, um, take away a little bit of pressure, give people information that they're looking for, and really build a community. You know, one of my favorite guests, Lou Vickery, who pitched to the uh, Yankees and Cardinals, his pitching coach was Whitey Ford. <laughs> and Lou, Lou yep. had a radio show down in the panhandle called Lou in the Morning. And I'd show up once a month for three or four years as the sports doctors in. And they were so concerned about overuse with this year-round pitching. And then, of course, you know, one of our colleagues in the sports medicine world with Baseball Blue Book is, is my friend, frequent guest, Dr. Brian Cole, the team yep. orthopedist for the Bulls and, and the White Sox, talking about, oh, my gosh, Tommy John surgery, a third of them are done on teenagers. You know, right. what's going on? So the the safety and the education and the mental game, like you, you touched on, the, pre- the more talented your son is, many times the more the pressure builds, you know, whether it's the uh, overzealous parent on the sidelines, the overzealous coach. You just mentioned one of the key words, which is fun. And the return of fun, how important, I'm very excited, there's an upcoming uh, documentary uh, called Where Our Children Play, Chesapeake Films, Joel Franco, been on my show numerous times, paying attention to that very point. Hey, parents and coaches, we got to remember it's it's, it's about the kids. Uh, Eric, what's the site people could find out about all things Baseball Blue Book? Well, you could go to baseballbluebook.com. We're on all the social platforms. I think one of the things that you just said and, and, and with the podcast that we have, the guests that we have are really talking about what you just said. How do we bring fun back to this game? You know, the pressures and everything. So we have a whole podcast channel. You can actually check out six of our shows on the uh, Baseball Blue Book Network in iTunes. Um, and, but we're also on YouTube as well as the other, other programs that have the audio podcast. So we're really focused on bringing the knowledge and education and, and, and bringing that to the parents and the players. Yes. And again, the, uh, uh, at all levels, many times in it, uh, all different age groups, we see many times again that, uh, you know, traveling teams, club teams, uh, add an awful lot. Uh, to the uh, uh, situation with these kids, and we would love kids to play different sports, to use different parts of their bodies, uh, experience different situations, and sometimes, you know, that's great, unless you're a, uh, a prodigy in one of these particular sports. It's interesting, the CEO of the Mariano Rivera Foundation was a guest of mine X amount of months ago, talking about how he came from the uh, uh, South America and really came up and it became so important for him to pay attention to some of the challenges that these kids face. And again, a lot of it is, again, is pressure uh, yep. regarding, again, sometimes being overwhelming. So the uh, sometimes youth sports needs to take a deep breath, take a step back on occasion, don't you think? I think so. I think, uh, you know, there, 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 there's a lot of pressure, uh, but we've got to bring the fun back, and it's, it's such a great game. Uh, and, and I think that uh, knowledge is king. Uh, we want to bring the knowledge to the, to the table because I think the pressure builds when people are not informed because they don't know what to do. And we hear that all the time from parents. Parents are like, my nine-year-old said I've got to buy a $400 bat. Well, you know what? Where's that pressure coming from? Is it because they need it? 
or is that because it, they just they just don't know and they don't have the information? So giving them the right information from the experts in the world, I think, is is really key to to bringing back the fun and, and letting these kids go out and just learn the game that we've all grown up to to absolutely love. So you have uh, big events coming up. Uh, where you're talking about there's some different uh, uh, organizations that you're going to be involved with and talking about, I think, sometimes this January. Talk a little bit about what you're looking to do uh, in the future with Baseball Blue Book and, and what uh, uh, some of these events are about. Well, the, the, the next event, one we're very excited about and, and everybody is plans for all year long, is the uh, Amateur Baseball Coaches Association's convention, the ABCA. Uh, it's going to be in Dallas this year, starting on January 4th uh, and running through the 8th. Uh, so this year, we're really excited. Um, there's going to be over 15,000 coaches there from all levels, uh, about 300 vendors that are all coming and, and, and sharing and, and uh, you know demoing their new products. But we were asked to be in their, uh, their inaugural uh, podcast row. And so we're bringing two shows on the road. And we're going to be right there in the middle and the heart of everything, interviewing coaches across the country. Uh, I've already got all the um, coach of the year uh, for every level. They're all going to be joining me on the podcast. So we're really excited. I tell excited you, that, that's about, exciting, about that. Eric. You're going to be able to share this segment with all of them. Absolutely. We've come a long way, baby. And I think the world of baseball, again, your organization's had a lot to do with it. Again, bringing the importance of the kids. You know, the, the, the famous late great sports psychologist shared my radio show with me in the 90s, late uh, Jim Vickery. He had a couple of bullet points for sports parents and coaches. And number one was don't be an overly critic uh, individual. And number two, he said, was to be a, was to be a good listener. And it's great to see the organizations. How have you found the feedback from uh, uh, the uh, youth sports world as well as the, uh, the scholarship world, the high school world? How do you find them tuning in to uh, everything you guys are about? Well, I think we're being honest. We're, we're also agnostic. We want to be an open platform for everyone, giving them a platform to promote whatever they might have. And I think letting the market determine right now, uh, you may be in a certain area that you only have access to certain people, but if you open that up to everywhere across the country, you know, everything is, is remote. Every, you can do everything virtually. You can do everything from anywhere. And all of a sudden now the market will determine who is providing the best information, the best equipment, the best organizations. And we just want to be part of that. So we, we welcome everyone to come in with their best, the best game that they've got. And we will promote the heck out of it and help them build their business and build their uh, – it could be a business, it could be an association or organization, and it could be a player. Um, let your talents and let your products um, do the selling, and uh, we want to be part of that. So we've, we've seen a, a massive a shift, and the parents love it. Uh, they just don't they, don't – they don't know what they don't know, and we're there to, to, to educate and bring that information to them. Yeah, those are the three areas have always been a big deal, Eric, as you know, on the sports doc. There was awareness, number one, education, number two, and positive change, number three. You can't make changes and educate if you're not aware about what the challenges are. Youth sports, and there still is, there's an epidemic with capital letters of youth sports overuse injuries. And we've got to get the word out on, on having these kids well-trained, smartly trained, uh, educated coaches when it comes to some of the aggressiveness uh, of some of the different scheduling, et cetera. And the idea, again, underlying all of it is the fact that it's supposed to be fun. You know, Little League woke up 25 years ago and realized that 35 to 40% of these kids weren't re-signing up. And they sat down, they said, holy, what's going on here? And it didn't take long for the overzealous parents or whatever. They started to realize, you know, back off. From some of this pressure, I think they've come a long way, uh, and you know, and they're on, you know, they're on ESPN for two weeks on television, you know, with these kids playing in the Little League World Series. So the uh, uh, it's great to see organizations like Baseball Blue Book, which is gets in the middle uh, again of this awareness, educational, positive uh, uh, change area, and uh, because you know, baseball uh, is such a big deal. 
and good quality coaches. And uh, uh, the idea of, again, parents, like you said, they don't know what they don't know. And we want to add to what they do know so they can make smart decisions uh, when it comes to all of these different questions. You know, again, with some of these talented kids, uh, even early adolescents. Yep. Nope. It's it's a perfect thing. Uh, The baseball blue book, our tagline is, are you in the book? There's no reason for you not to be in the book. You know, I knew the time would fly. I knew the time would fly with you, Eric. Give us again the, the, the site people could find out about everything you guys are doing. Yeah, baseballbluebook.com. That gives you kind of everything, but you can also download the app for free. It's at the iTunes and um, the Google Play. Store. Great, baseballbluebook.com. Uh, yes, we're going to have Eric back again after all this hoopla to move forward. Hold on, Eric. We'll be right back, everywhere at the Sports Doctor. everybody, it's Dr. Bob Weil, a sports doctor. I'm excited to announce the release of my new book, co-written with Sharky Zartman, hashtag Hey Sports Parents, an essential guide for any parent with a child in sports. You know, Sharky is a former Hall of Fame volleyball player. She's the mom of two daughters who became Division I volleyball players. Together, we have over 70 years of combined youth sports experience. Goal of the book? Give you the essential tools and guidance to make your experience as a sports parent the best it can be. Hashtag Hey Sports Parents is divided into four sections. The first section, Sports Parenting 101. Sharky talks everything about uh, parenting, about coaching, that whole uh, interaction between parents and coaches, coaching your own kids. Uh, What are the things to really pay attention to? The second section is the Sports Doctors In, yours truly. Uh, my discussion of injury prevention and treatment, choosing the best shoes, youth sports and drugs, essential exercises, the dilemma of youth football, orthotics. Third section, uh, experts speak out. We bring together eight different experts in nutrition and sports performance and mental training in all aspects of coaching in that section. The last section is the parent's perspective, some insights from about a half a dozen parents of athletes. So everyone, hey, get out your megaphone, spread the word. Now available on Amazon. Order now. You'll be more confident. So will your young athlete. Hashtag, hey, sports parents. everybody, Dr. Bob here. LER, Lower Extremity Review Magazine, is celebrating their 10th anniversary. It's been a decade of providing key uh, clinical and practical information about concerns, conditions, and treatment solutions for the lower extremity, both sports and non-sports alike. LER is the only multidisciplinary publication for doctors of all specialties, educators, therapists, and trainers. They inform practitioners on current developments in the diagnosis, treatment, and prevention of lower extremity injuries. LER prides itself on editorial integrity and evidence-based content. Their tagline, collaborative care for better outcomes, says it all. Hey, colleagues, go to lermagazine.com. Hey, everybody. MVP Parent Magazine is special. Evidence-based topics on all areas of youth sports. Rich Dubin, a sports dad himself, takes his three decades of publishing. He just celebrated the 12th anniversary of the acclaimed LER Lower Extremity Review magazine, one of sports doctors' key supporters, and he pours it into MVP Parent. Factual evidence-based info on such key topics like physical and mental training, nutrition, injury awareness, treatment, recovery, and prevention. I am proud to be a contributor to MVP Parent with the Sports Doctor is In article in each issue. Go to mvpparent.com, mvpparent.com. Hey, it's Dr. Bob. School Uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger is setting a new standard within the school uniform market. More schools are understanding the value that uniforms provide, school pride and identification being one of them. 
Another is a well-recognized reduction of student pressure to keep up with classmates in the real world of what to wear each day to school. School Uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger provides amazing quality and value to its partner schools and families. It is truly the first brand in this market that students are excited about wearing. Go to the website, globalschoolwear.com, globalschoolwear.com. If you live in or near Aurora, Illinois, and you're into sports, fitness at any level, or your son and daughter is, you cannot forget about your feet. Your feet affect everywhere else. There are complex motions that come into play, especially in sports. Your ankles, knees, hips, and back all are affected with your foot mechanics. Uh, come visit the office, uh, Dr. Bob, uh, and get evaluated. Uh, check what shoes are best for you. I offer prescription orthotics, which is usually one of the major tools for treatment and prevention of foot-related ankle and leg problems. Also, enhancing performance. Step or two quicker. Call 630-898-3505 or go to sportsdoctorradio.com. Hey, everybody. We are back live from Chicago. It's the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Wild, sports podiatrist. I am welcoming Sandy Robertson. Uh, she is the author of Why Am I Eating This? She's a registered nurse, mind-body nutrition consultant. Sandy Robertson, welcome to the Sports Doctor. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me to be here. You know, we've talked about the world of nutrition. I've talked about childhood obesity probably for 35 years before people knew how to spell it. <laughs> uh, so it's such a big topic. Give us some background on yourself uh, and your big attention uh, to uh, uh, nutrition and national wellness. Yes, I'll be happy to. I'm a registered nurse. I have a master's in community health and focused on corporate wellness and fitness and managed several wellness fitness programs in New York City, corporations, and a few hospital wellness and obesity programs, different parts of the country. And the more I taught wellness and touched on nutrition, of course, exercise, I realized there was so much more that it went a lot deeper than knowing what to eat, how much to eat, and that we should all exercise. And as I learned more about the mind-body connection and psychoneuroimmunology. I thought, wow, food is medicine. And also, eating can be an emotional state. Big topic. And I really Big topic on the to, sports doctor. Yes. The, I, call, I call it the mental game. All of yes, this, exactly. you, whether you're the best athlete in the world or you're trying to stick to a program or, uh, you know, the emotional side of food. Uh, it's, it's, so it's a, it's a big topic. Yes, yes. And I just finally understood from counseling thousands of people and doing thousands of groups that it's a mind, body, spirit, and energy system connection. Involves a lot of positive self-talk. And really, my book's about retraining your mind about looking at food differently, looking at it as fuel and nourishment, and asking yourself, is this the nourishment I really need or could it be sleep or water or friends or spirituality or nature and also energetic self-care? So I really am so excited to be empowering people to change their relationship with food and eating for good. You know, it's interesting how uh, the, you know, the topic of obesity, the topic of uh, you can't turn on television for five minutes. If it's not a, a commercial about some sort of drug, it's a commercial about a diet. And uh, this is the culture that we're in. And uh, I think we're making a, a lot of progress. And then sometimes I take a look at the statistics and I see that we're, we're at best we're treading water. It's a, such a tremendous challenge. I love that term fueling. One of the contributors to my book, uh, Hashtag Hey Sports Parents, uh, the uh, Katie Davis, there are K nutrition talked about fueling, you know, in, in sports nutrition and people will, you know, would get that compared to a diet, right? The term. Yes. Uh, yes. It, 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 do you find medicine? Um, good luck to us. Do you find medicine finally getting the hint? 
<laughs> I do. I do, Good. Dr. Bob. I know I happen to know several academic institutions and hospitals around the country are instituting culinary medicine programs and training medical students and doctors in food as medicine and, and the, the culinary tradition of healthy eating and what foods have the most vitamins. So I think it's been a missing piece of medical education, and it's very exciting, the the growing trend towards culinary medicine at, at hospitals and medical schools. You know, the, again, that uh, whole area, let alone the wonderful emotional side I was watching, uh, you know, the late Anthony Bourdain and his uh, Arts Unknown yes. and the mm-hmm. culinary around the world. And, and there's 10 shows on television about contests, about chefs. It's such a big deal. It's very entertaining. And we know there's such a big, big side to it. I've had experts also in sports medicine, Sandy, with eating disorders and talking about this whole challenge, my world and the world of figure skating or dance or gymnastics. What do you mean you're not, you didn't lose weight? Uh, so, you know, there's all of these pressures uh, and the, um, uh, the youth area, uh, mental health, such a big deal. Have you seen an explosion uh, in, in concerns about all of this uh, in the world of mental health uh, compared to uh, the progress? I have. I have, and it's actually at both ends of the spectrum. In other words, I see people in their 60s who are still dealing with trauma from childhood, and no, they, they realize they're eating for emotional reasons and perhaps because they don't want to feel or deal with some deep emotions or trauma, and I always recommend people talking to a therapist, psychologist, you know, a good mental health professional. And then at the other end of the spectrum with people in their teens and 20s with being obsessed with social media and what's the latest trend and what they should be eating, and some of them also have emotional traumas and sometimes sexual abuse and different things they've experienced and they're depriving themselves of food. So it goes in many directions. You know, we, we use food to self-soothe and sometimes people also use food as a way to punish themselves, food deprivation. So that's why, again, I always recommend bringing in a good, strong mental health professional as part of your village for the mind, body, spirit, and energetic self-care. And that's oh, really yeah, in, in the high performance. About. Yes, in high-performance sports or, or the higher levels of sports in any area, nutrition has become a front and center, very, very big deal, which is great to see. There's not a serious sports team or school that doesn't have big attention being paid to this side of things. This is one of the incredible ironies is that, yes. again, with all of that new attention in so many areas, including you know performance, recovery, Rest and recovery nutrition is such a big deal. Uh, it just sometimes is appalling to see that, again, whether it's childhood obesity uh, or, or obesity itself, it just is, is so um, uh, uh, difficult to challenge. And that's where the um, awareness and education comes in, isn't it? It absolutely is. It's just the simple tools of mindful eating, of being present with food and aware and chewing and having your meals last at least 20 minutes. I'm sure you know this, that it takes 20 minutes for the message to reach the brain that you've had enough. And so many people rush through their meals in five or ten minutes and think, I'm so hungry. Yes, but that's such an important point that I think is like uh, like I'm saying, gee, of course, you know, as Mm -hmm. I'm listening to you, the idea of um, taking your time, how important that part of it is uh, to be at least included, I think is... um, uh, a, uh, I might have failed the, uh, the, the truth-false uh, part of that test. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, many, Slow many down. clients, Dr. Bob, realize right away, they say, I know I eat too fast, and I know I eat too much. And just the, the habit of reading labels and becoming aware of portion sizes, how much is a portion? You know, how much is... Two to four Come ounces on. of protein. What does that look like? I thought it's all you could eat. What are you uh, talking about? <laughs> what, is, what is the best site people could find out about you in the book? What's the best way? My website is, is uh, energyworkswisdom.com. 
energyworkswisdom.com and the book, Why Am I Eating This? Is This the Nourishment I Need? is available on Amazon, also uh, on Kimble, Kindle. You know, it's interesting, again, whether it's weekend warriors, and again, you know, 80 years old is the new 60, and there's so much emphasis on living well, trying to stay out of trouble as best you can, both physically and mentally. And again, nutrition has so much um, to do with it. And uh, I, do you find that they're paying more and more attention, knock on wood, in all levels of school, uh, that there's now much more attention than there was to some of the junk that was just available constantly? I do. It's been on the news of a lot of schools having relationships with local uh, community gardens and trying to serve more fresh food, whole food, organic food. I think some children like what they like, so that can be difficult. But I think giving them options and eating the colors of the rainbow, I love that expression, and I think it's never too early to start introducing different fruits and vegetables for children and eating the colors of the rainbow. And I think there's more of that, not so much processed food. And I think, again, you know, that uh, everybody knows, you know, that when it comes to the fruits and the vegetables and the the red meat and all these things, but we've also grown up around myths forever uh, that, uh, you know, eggs and cholesterol and all of these different things that could drive people crazy. Uh, again, because there's always a new vegan and uh, vegetarian, all the cultural eating, all of these things. Uh, so I guess, you know, having a good education, you can't go wrong uh, uh, spending some time, whatever your level of activity, of bringing in and getting some feedback from uh, nutritionist dietitians. Absolutely. I always recommend that to my client, uh, in addition to integrative medicine or naturopathic doctors. And understanding, again, everyone's physiology is unique, and there's so much out there now about the gut-brain connection and what's the quality of our gut microbiome and gut bacteria. And I'm happy that people are learning more about that, that it, what we eat affects our brains and what's going on in our minds and emotions affects our stomach and then consequently our immune system. So it's all connected, our systems. And I love the focus on nutrition and really getting that expertise from dietitians and nutritionists. Yeah, we're going to talk more about it. We're going to have Sandy back. We're going to take a break. Sandy Robertson, RN, mind, body, nutrition consultant, author of Why Am I Eating This? It's the sports doctor, everybody. We'll be right back. The station that makes you feel good. Nature's medicine for modern living. A people and plants dialogue hosted by Sophie.health. At Sophie, we bring together experts and voices who rarely cross paths. Our quest is to illuminate the ancient world of plant medicine and reimagine it for the connected age. Join us to explore new boundaries of digital personalized medicine with deep roots in the natural world and hear from our community of international pioneers who are validating this new paradigm and improving how we feel, sleep and cope with daily stresses naturally. Sophie.health, reconnecting people and plants. Introducing Hurdle Apparel Socks. Are you ready to step up your sock game? Hurdle socks go above and beyond by adding unrivaled support and cushioning with their new matrix support technology. By using an incredibly thin anti-odor, anti-perspiration, shock-absorbing web or matrix that's incorporated in between the fibers of their socks, Hurdle is introducing the first socks with an internal structure to support your feet. There is an immediate difference as soon as you wear them in terms of cushioning and support. Walk on and walk easy. With Hurdle Socks, go to HurdleApparel.com. UK Health Radio, the station that makes you feel good.
Hey, everybody. We are back. Again, happy in-between holidays. It's an exciting time of the year. It is the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Wild. We are talking the world of nutrition. We're talking about the whole mental side of it also uh, with Sandy Robertson, RN. She's a mind, body, and nutrition consultant. She's the author of Why Am I Eating This? Um, Sandy, give us some bullet points that you're paying uh, really attention to in uh, Why Am I Eating This? Thank you, Dr. Bob, and thank you for inviting me here today. And the points I talk about in my book really empower people to change their relationship with food and eating for good. I talk about awareness, being aware of food and nutrition and also portion sizes. Uh, There's a lot in my book on mindful eating and the concept of being present with our food and chewing and savoring it and eating slowly. There's also a lot on self-talk and how positive self-talk and empowering self-talk can help us when we're around food, choosing what to eat, how much, especially around the holidays with all these choices and buffets, to really thoughtfully ask, what kind of fuel does my body need right now? And how much is enough? That's a great question I invite people to ask. How much is enough? I also get into a lot about nourishment, holistic health, and the concept of mind, body, spirit, energetic self-care. So we may, we may think we're hungry, but perhaps we're tired or dehydrated, and perhaps we're lonely or bored or frustrated. And to really zoom into, am I eating because I'm physically hungry and my body needs fuel, or is my soul hungry? Or is my energy hungry? Again, am I dehydrated? And to, to look at food as nourishment and medicine, and again, in a holistic way, with a mind, body, spirit, and energetic self-care, and self-compassion, and ultimately self-love. When we love ourselves, we care enough about ourselves to put the right kind of fuel, pristine self-care, into our bodies. You know, it's interesting. You mentioned mind-body, which, you know, a few decades ago, medicine didn't know how to spell mind-body yeah. uh, or, or holistic. Uh, you know, there was yeah. very, very little emphasis on anything, of, uh, let alone spirituality. Yet now at the highest level of sports, superstars, the mental game is a very, very big deal. Uh, when it comes to dealing with the stress, both physically and mentally, when it comes to recovery, and again, the fact uh, that, um, again, you use that great word, fuel, instead of saying, you know, diet or what your diet is, uh, which is sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost a mental uh, turnoff uh, that uh, uh, people can understand that it can make, you know, uh, uh, such a big difference. And again, you know, there was a famous guest of mine, uh, Mike Richardson, years ago, because his movie was called, and his book was called Fat Boy Chronicles. Uh, and uh, Michael, <laughs> I got his name right. Fat Boy Chronicles mm-hmm. was about a young boy growing up and what he faced with his friends, with his family, with the belittling, with the bullying and all of these things and the kinds of challenges uh, that were involved. Uh, you know, so again, you know, that's why obesity, childhood obesity is such a big deal. But that mental side uh, and the idea that um, uh, uh, not organized religion necessarily or faith, but the spirituality, the mind-body it's like nobody has a problem with it. So it becomes a, a nice inclusion. We've seen that uh, a lot in, in, uh, in sports medicine, and I think this is why the title of your book, you know, has got a great vibe to it. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Bob. I believe that we are all mind, body, spirit beings, no matter what your religion or culture. And there's a way to connect with whether you call it a higher power or something outside of ourselves, even if it's nature, and that that can be comforting and nourishing, a source of support. There's a great book published many years ago called The Hungry Soul about some of the origins of eating and how people grew into eating and the way we eat. But I love the concept that sometimes we think we're hungry, and it's really our soul that's hungry. Yes. So it's also powerful to hear you say, it's also powerful to hear you say that, hey, by the way, uh, nutrition is medicine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is absolutely. A, this, is a, this is a big deal that there is a huge area 
from medical marijuana to CBD to all sorts of other non-drug uh, natural processes that can many times make a tremendous difference, uh, herbs and different types of spices. So I think it's an educational challenge uh, that, uh, you know, people could uh, begin to include the fact that, uh, again, you know, medically and, you know, rest and recovery, uh, healing, yes. the nutrition's a big deal. Absolutely. Once again, just as you're saying, food is medicine. And it's an important point to remember that not everyone needs the same medicine or the same amount. So everything on social media and on TV about what we should and should not eat, it's different for everyone. So I encourage everyone to have an in-depth conversation with their doctor and or nutritionist, uh, dietitian, to look at their labs and their gut microbiome and, you know, find out what is the best pristine nourishment for them, like, like athletes do, as you talk about um, so beautifully. Athletes, everyone's different. And so I believe that's the same with everyone. We all need to nourish our bodies. The world of hydration, you know, the whole other other world of supplements. And again, which is, you know, what's good, what's needed, what's beneficial, how does it mix in? I think, again, it's a very, very uh, um, uh, controversial area in a lot of different ways. And, uh, you know, we we have, uh, let alone all these kids living on painkillers, many times because they're just overdoing it uh, with their bodies, with scheduling and all of this, even at early, early ages. Uh, so the idea of being educated, uh, and I think, I think the pediatrician in the medical world is really, really tuning into everything you're talking about in this uh, uh, whole other side. You know, why am I eating this? <laughs> <laughs> it's true, and I agree that pediatricians are realizing the you know, trend in childhood obesity and also understanding in many families, food is used to self-soothe. And unfortunately, I was one of those children that used food to self-soothe and was overweight as a child. I'm going to have to, I'm going to, have to catch that on to the next time. I knew this time yes. would fly by. Give me the website again. People can find out all about the information about what you're doing. Energyworkswisdom.com. And the book, Why Am I Eating This? Is this the nourishment I need available on Amazon? Great. Sandy Robinson, thank you so much. Hold on, Sandy. We'll be right back, everybody. Sports Doctor. We'll be back with the Sports Doctor is in segment. UK Health Radio. The station that makes you feel good. Introducing Hurdle Apparel Socks. Are you ready to step up your sock game? Hurdle Socks go above and beyond by adding unrivaled support and cushioning with their new matrix support technology. By using an incredibly thin anti-odor, anti-perspiration, shock-absorbing web or matrix that's incorporated in between the fibers of their socks, Hurdle is introducing the first socks with an internal structure to support your feet. There is an immediate difference. As soon as you wear them in terms of cushioning and support, walk on and walk easy with Hurdle Socks. Go to HurdleApparel.com. Apples and pears, beef and skittles, cider with Rosie, common or garden, ant and deck, fish and chips, mum and dad. UK Health Radio and Health Triangle Magazine. Each is good by itself, but enjoying both is always better. Add Health Triangle Magazine to your monthly health regime. Check it out at ukhealthradio.com. A cancer diagnosis can be scary and stressful for everyone involved. Hello Love is a contemporary living space and well-being center in central London where anyone can come and learn about illness prevention and non-toxic practice. Inside, you will find a vegan restaurant, juice bar, and holistic dojo that encourage lifestyle changes to help heal mind, body, and spirit connection. Cancer patients are offered free sessions. To find out more, please visit us at hellolove.org. UK Health Radio, the station that makes you feel good. 
Hey, everybody, we are back. It is the Sports Doctor is in segment where we preview some upcoming guests, topics, and shows. We mix in a little uh, of the late Bob Guida wisdom, and we answer a few emails. Um, Great guests coming up uh, after the new year, Andrea Valley. You know, shift does happen. (laughs) The whole area of um, interactions and families, sports families, competitive families, uh, sports parents, uh, in so many different areas, in and out of school, all sorts of different levels. Um, she's going to be talking about that. And then Corey Poirier, um, he's going to be talking about vitamin T, um, vitamin T is purpose. And again, this whole um, uh, mental game, whole mental challenge of high performance, of uh, preventing problems. Following week, uh, one of our faves, Rick Faber, uh, he is one of the gurus of the um, baby boomers, the senior citizens, the senior magazine. And uh, we'll be talking all things baby boomers uh, and uh, that world with Rick. And then we're going to mix in some education about the world of Medicare. It's so important be familiar uh, parents of athletes, grandparents of athletes at all levels, uh, retired athletes, uh, the ins and outs, up and downs of Medicare, important topics, uh, great shows coming up. You know, Bob Guida, who's funny, you know, uh, the famous Jack LaLanne, and Elaine LaLanne has been on our show a couple times in the new book, Pride and Discipline. I, you know, Jack Lane, I think he invented rubber band resistance and rubber bands. I used to always, when I first met Bob in the late 70s, he was making a big deal and talking about elastic and rubber bands. And uh, this was used in every athlete he worked with. Every rehab area Bob worked with, he mixed in rubber bands. Again, there's not a better piece of equipment to strengthen your feet and ankles, hands and wrists, shoulders, elbows, all sorts of different joints. Uh, the area, again, rubber band. At very young ages, we would have skaters, seven, eight, nine years old, doing some easily but resistant rubber band work. We talked about that a few weeks ago with Mike Andrews, my longtime colleague from Sports uh, Fitness Institute. Uh, we have some emails, you know, Paul says, you know, uh, you talk about the prodigy sports. Um, it's a big time, t- uh, uh, chapter in, in our book, uh, Sharky's art in the hall of fame, volleyball, uh, player, uh, the, uh, college professor and, um, the book hairs take a sports parents, prodigy, prodigy sports. Number one, everybody in sports medicine and athletic training and medicine wants young kids to play different sports and use different parts of the body, period. Surprises people. 80% of the gold medal winning gold cup women's soccer team, uh, they play different sports, eight out of 10 of them. Yet prodigy sports, again, uh, think gymnastics, figure skating, and dance. Again, I had, again, my specialty, the world of figure skating, everybody knows, my poster boy, Evan Lysacek, 2010 men's Olympic gold medal figure skater was 10 years old. We put our thoughts in his case. He was a great example of what we see to this very day, that age and older young adolescents. That's all they want to do five, six days a week. They do not want to play other sports. Uh, We see it in tennis and soccer and other sports. So when that's the case, we want to pay special attention these kids. We want to, uh, again, get well-educated. What is the best physical therapy strengthening program? Consult with a good personal trainer, physical therapist to get a real good home program uh, that you could include. Uh, Ellen says, you know, my 13-year-old son is uh, uh, already, he's a club soccer player and he's playing uh, the uh, five days a week indoors. uh, And he's got this bump on the back of his heels. Uh, The doctor said it was Haglund's. Um, deformity, you know, deformity has never been a good term, Ellen. Uh, Haglund's condition is a, uh, 
enlargement of the back of the heel bone, which is rarely problematic, but on occasion it is. If it's, for example, we see it commonly in skating, where the skate boot locks that foot in position and any excessive motion is problematic. Now, again, uh, we might very well see uh, that your son, if he's got flat feet, for example, then the mechanics of the foot exacerbates any enlargement of that bone. We've had great success with proper shoe selection and orthotics to solve that problem. Rarely, with a capital R, is it a surgical problem. Once in a while, it's a padding problem. In skates, we could punch the area out. We could also make some padding around that area in a particular shoe. Consult with podiatry who could really, really help you uh, in that case. Uh, but we've had great success for decades with Haglund's um, and the fact of uh, prescription orthotics. Uh, you know, Pat says I'm a serious runner. I'm 50 years old. I run five, six days a week. I try to take a couple of days a week off. I probably do five, six miles at a time. I've been diagnosed with heel spurs. I've had heel pain on and off, plantar fasciitis. I didn't realize I had actual spurs. What about that? You know, Pat, uh, at, again, 50 years old, not unusual to have heel spurs, especially with a history of heel discomfort. Heel spurs are the bone reacting to the stress of the attachment of the plantar fascia, which is the large band of tendon on the bottom of the feet. Every time we push off every step we take, we are stretching normally that attachment. If that stretching is aggressive, uh, then again, it can cause the bone, the, the bone to respond. Almost always it's a conservative uh, um, situation. Shoe selection, orthotic, very, very helpful. Support, very, very important. If the opinion you're getting from the doctor is you need surgery, get another opinion. Very rare, maybe a few percent of the time is it a surgical problem. Proper support, orthotics, shoe change, physical therapy, strengthening. Hey, everybody, I ran out of answers. Catch you next week at the Sports Doctor. Thanks, everybody.